All right, welcome everyone. This is going to be episode four of the College Catholics podcast. I'm here, Aiden Mackey, and I'm with Abby Fabinski. Heck yeah. It's going to be the first one without uh, the main host, Eugene Choi. Uh, it's just me and Abby today. And today we're going to be discussing a couple of different topics, one of them being community and the other one being mental health. Um, so stick around for those. It's going to be a good one. saying in this like obviously we're just college students we're not mm-hmm. experts so if what we're saying here is not beneficial to your path to holiness you can absolutely take it or leave it you yes. know, this is just two catholic college students kind of spitballing yeah know? just having a conversation recording it um so yeah um so let's start out with the classic what's popping so what's been popping in recent news for you abby oh my gosh this was like the part of the podcast that was least looking forward to because I'm like <laughs> I'm the worst person to ask about this yeah. literally walking over I was listening to Queen so like my <laughs> music my references are so dated that's okay um, though Queen kind of slaps okay. you know Not I listen kind to Queen of, every once in a while it does yeah it's definitely it a mood you know yeah I mean in terms of music like if you want off the beaten path like not really but The Killers and Passenger like all mm-hmm. of these music which is mm-hmm. Highly recommend. Definitely yeah. different yeah. moods, but very mm-hmm. good. Did you watch the Super Bowl? This is just like what? Two days ago? Two days ago, ago, the Super Bowl. My gosh. Yeah. I watched, this is bad. I watched compilations of the best commercials afterwards. <laughs> I used to watch those too. Did you see the halftime show though? With The weekend? Yeah. Yes, I It was did. so good. What'd you think? I thought it was so good. Like, I really liked it. Every, I've heard a lot of people hating on it, mm-hmm. but for what the restrictions that he had, yeah, I thought it was really. I mean, the weekend is just really good in general. I really liked him. Like honestly, I didn't never really listen to his music all that much. Yeah. But when that like played, it like got me really into it, and like I was getting chills yeah. watching it and stuff. Yeah. I was super into it, and I, like I read, ended up reading afterwards that it was like telling a whole story mm-hmm. about like the life of like an artist, like a pursuing artist in Hollywood. You know, like they mm-hmm. start their life like just grinding it out. You know, trying to like make an image for themselves. And they end up like becoming Hollywoodified or whatever yeah. they call it. Like they go through all these like changes and stuff, trying to become a superstar. And then at the end, they're like blinded by the lights, and they just become like mm. this different person. You know, I don't know. I thought that was really interesting. I didn't even notice it the first time I watched yeah. it. Um, but now that they pointed it out, what I read on, um, kind of makes sense. That's it's pretty it. cool. Yeah, that's so cool. And it's like I like that it's different than the normal. It's not like it wasn't as in your face. Yeah. 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 That was like yeah, that was probably my favorite halftime show I've like ever seen. Um, but yeah, is there anything else popping? I'm trying to think. Yeah, what's popping? You. Um, geez, honestly, working a ton. School is pretty intense right now. You know, mm-hmm. midterm season. Yeah, you just got done with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, got a few more tests coming up, but my gosh. Yeah. What about you? Are you drowning in homework or tests or anything? You right know, now? I am psych, com, and religious studies, so like different world in that it's just all writing. Like, truly, from the time that we started on online school, I think I've taken like maybe three non papery tests. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm not complaining, <laughs> but do I do feel, those? you know, honestly, it was nice to get a variety because yeah. now it's like I felt like I could just study and be done with it, but like a paper, like that's just a whole mm-hmm. other level of a procrastination mind yeah. game that <laughs> is just, it can get 
until after yeah. a while. Yeah, for sure. No, I feel that. Yeah, I haven't had a whole lot of writing assignments as being a computer science yeah. major, <laughs> doing a lot of math and just programming. So not a whole lot of writing, but yeah, it is nice having that diversity and yeah. stuff. And But I definitely do have procrastinated on those writing assignments. If we combine our schedules, I think we could be the most well-rounded person <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I guess that's what's popping. Um, from there, we can hop right into the first like topic, which is community. Yeah. And I just want to like start off by asking like, where do you find community in your life? Yeah. It's such a good question because, I mean, it's so relevant right now because mm -hmm. the first instinct that I had, and I'm sure like a lot of listeners will have, is like, like what do you mean? Where's community right yeah, now? We're literally yeah. in isolation. We're so separate all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but oddly enough, the community for me has been found in connecting with people that I'm, I haven't been in contact with for years. Yeah. Like sometimes it's like calling up that random person mm -hmm. from high school that you never thought you would talk to again, or like that person that you forgot about your like your first year here yeah um and it it's different because i feel like it's less of i don't know like friend groups i feel but it's really really intentional conversations kind of scattered here and there yeah that's why i found community i mean obviously in the college catholic community oh, as course. well but like <laughs> this is a podcast that goes without saying <laughs> mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah that's really cool yeah i really like that i've been trying to connect with like a few older friends too like when, yeah. when I went back for what was it what was the last break winter break mm -hmm. when I went back for that break I connected with like a few old friends which was really nice because like they were like my closest friends you know back in high school and then when college came like kind of like parted ways for a minute but it was really nice seeing them again you know and like maybe feel nice you know yeah. <laughs> seeing them again um and it's also cool to think like another thing when it comes to community I think the first thing is like oh yeah we're friends and then and for me, like, I come from a big family, and we mm -hmm. were all quarantined together, so that brought its own beautiful things, like, where my relationships with my brothers, where mm -hmm. it was just, like, siblings and fought all the time, like, it actually became more of a friendship, now that we had that time together. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's also really remarkable to still have community with some, like, religious communities, even though, mm -hmm. like, Times that we able to meet are very few and far between. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been to an in-person mass, you know? Really? Yeah. You know, like, I think I went, like, once over winter break, but, you know, I miss the old masses, you know? Being yeah. able to go inside and just, you know, go to mass. It was, like, my favorite part of the week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it is weird, like, I go to some back at home, and it's, like, the community elements of, like, oh, yeah, sign a piece, or, like, mm -hmm. give people a socially distant piece, or, like, <laughs> have six feet distance when you receive the Eucharist mm -hmm. but the feeling of community is still there even mm -hmm. though like, the physical aspects of it are gone yeah um I don't know that just shows that there's so much more to community than just physically being near someone or physically like having that time together like the values underneath community mm -hmm. are still very much alive yeah it's just I don't know it's really cool to think about no yeah yeah I definitely get that and I see that as well like, I watch recordings of the masses and stuff, and there's still people there. And it's really nice seeing, like, everyone together. And I still, like, kind of feel part of that community, which is nice. Um, but, yeah, I would totally agree with you on that. <laughs> um, so I guess another question would be, uh, how does your community, like, make you feel? And how do they, like, impact your life? 
I think I think it's a lot about community is involved a lot with vulnerability mm-hmm. and like not just my big thing, like my keywords, if you know me, is like I love vulnerability. I love talking about it, even though it's so such a difficult thing to practice. Mm-hmm. But it's very much different than transparency, which is just allowing someone to like see inside yourself, see where you need growth, where you're struggling, but also where you're succeeding. Mm-hmm. Like vulnerability is actually having someone come into that, come into like your life and truly try to help you along the journey, especially like in your journey with relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And I think community just gives such an opportunity to do that where a lot of other circles don't necessarily like but that if people in your community are making you more genuine more authentic more vulnerable like that's a sign of a very fruitful community yeah 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 i like that i really like i don't know i don't know how you put those things into words like (laughs) i I agree with you on that but i never be able to like formulate that but i really like that like the whole part about vulnerability and like your community you know helping you build to be like a stronger person and pushing you to be greater than you were before. You know, I really like that. Um, before, yeah. yeah. What about for you? Community, they, it's very similar. You know, like with <laughs> community, like I'd say, like my friends and stuff. Like that's like my mm-hmm. little community, like my direct one, especially like right now. Um, but they just like essentially are always like there for me. They're always there to like support me, like you know, have fun and stuff like that, yeah, talk to. that's important too. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know, they just always make me feel like happy and mm-hmm. like a better person. They push me to be a better person, you know? Yeah, and that's so cool. Like, I don't know, I went to Catholic high school and we always talked about different kinds of friendship. And like sometimes it's friendship where – you have a similar interest in a shared interest in something mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like actually deeper values like faith versus having chemistry class together mm-hmm. and then but there's also the ability of like truly having friendships that you can just have fun with like I think such a misconception <laughs> is that communities always have to be super serious all the time like you're not if you are always working and have your only mindset of like, how can I be better? How can I be better? Like, mm-hmm. that's insane. You need to have fun and like enjoy yeah. being young and doing that, and having a community that will support that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, both are good. <laughs> both are good. Yeah. Why do you think community is important to cultivate now? You know, like mm-hmm. not just yes in this time of COVID, but also like just in college in general. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, um, I've like my parents have always told me, you know, like in college is when you make like your lifelong friends and stuff. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. I get it because you know, in college, you're you're literally like living away from home. You're living with them almost. You know, you see them all the time, if not every single day. And um, it's important to like I don't know, make these connections and like find people your type of people that you're willing to like spend your time with and that are going to help you grow. Like we said earlier, you know. Find a community that will help you become a better person, make you feel better, and make you feel happy. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I would say. It's super important, and like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. What what would you say? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I I ask because it's so interesting. Like I hear, 
I hear that statement from your parents. It's like, oh, college is a time where you meet your community. Mm-hmm. And then I hear things like, oh, yeah, well, people report being super lonely in college. And I'm like, that's such a weird, I don't know, it's such a weird dichotomy to have mm-hmm. in front of you as a college student. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just important to, yeah, for you to find out more of who you are and where your values align, because I think we can all relate to having communities in college that maybe started out like maybe you befriended everyone in your major or like that people at that club and they fade away mm-hmm. and like that's not to say that wasn't a good community but it was a community for a season and not mm-hmm. necessarily your whole life but it kind of shows you who are people that you want to surround yourself with um and you can genuinely like that again that mixture we talked about of like truly enjoying life but also not just enjoying it to the point where you become a worse person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, like with everything that's going on right now with school being online, it's like really shown that, especially yeah. for me. Cause like there were people I saw every single day mm-hmm. and that I talked to all the time and I saw around and like I liked being around them, but like when this whole pandemic hit, it was like harder to keep in contact with some people, you yeah. know? Cause like there wasn't that like, I don't know, that other aspect of the whole like relationship and friendship and community. Um, but then there are also other people that I talk to like, every day, but like even during when I was, when we were all sent home, we still talked every single day and yeah. like, we still like called each other and whatever, like we kept that relationship and like we, we continue to like still be friends today. Um, but it, it just definitely shows you a lot, you know, like I, I definitely okay. wouldn't have seen that like initially without having this whole thing happen, you oh know? My gosh, yeah. yeah. And like for like freshmen and stuff that haven't even been given the opportunity to meet people in person which i feel horrible for them you know it's so Mm -hmm. hard but i mean with everything going on and they're still like able to find friends and talk to each other like i've seen a few of them like start dming each other during (laughs) class and stuff like that and then like they start like i don't know what it would be like discord servers and stuff and they all start talking (laughs) you know it just shows like you know community will find each other you know people will gravitate towards each other and they'll find a community which is so nice you know like that, I love, love that you say that because even with the first years I've talked to, few and far between, but mm-hmm. like shout out to them. <laughs> They're like, they've been amazing through mm-hmm. all of this. Um, like that requires so much boldness, especially in this time of like everything is on Zoom and all the people mm-hmm. you encounter are on Zoom for the most part. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of terrifying to go out and put yourself out there but also be yourself at the same time with the hopes of mm-hmm. building a community. And then doing that in like, uh, like a nine by nine online Zoom screen, mm-hmm. like that's really difficult. Um, but you're right, it's so it's so needed to do and to foster that community even now. Like, I love that most people I've met have not used this time as an excuse to be like, well, community's not really mm-hmm. important right now. Yeah. It's like, if anything, it's more important yeah. than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's so beautiful. Yeah, it's able to be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, God works in weird ways. He does making friends, he brings people together. Yeah, through like Zoom that. DMs. Zoom DMs, <laughs> truly the most yeah fruitful friendship. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of leaning over and whispering to someone in the middle of class about something that just happened. It's so much more satisfying, except when the teachers disable that. Oh my god, that's the worst. I, I hate know. that. Can't they like actually see your DM? I've I've been told that they can. I have been told that too. Uh oh. <laughs> I know. Luckily, I'm like, gosh. After I found that out, I'm like, 
Did I ever make fun of any teachers or what they said? Like, please, no. <laughs> have you ever, like, passed a note in class, like, when you're in, like, elementary or middle school, and you get caught, and the teacher's like, read it in front of the whole class. They're like, let yes. me see what that says. <laughs> like, they don't even need to try anymore. They didn't even need to catch you. They just see it right there. But also, like, knowing that, and if I was a teacher, that's exactly what I would do. Like, just that satisfaction. <laughs> oh, yeah. Know? Catching them. <laughs> Most of the time, it's not even anything bad. It's just, like want to hang out tomorrow yeah really though <laughs> like at my school they would do it they were really well thought out like they take a pen with like you could just unscrew the top literally write on like a piece of paper roll it up like a tiny scroll put it oh in my like gosh. literally they would pass the pen and it's to this day what like 10 years later one of the smartest things i've ever heard like, <laughs> that is genius i never amazing. heard of that we just did yeah. the regular note thing <laughs> occasionally got caught oh, the cavemen time <laughs> We were risking it. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. All right, I guess um, right now would be a good time to take our, you know, mid-podcast break, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, stick around, guys, for the second half. We're going to be talking about mental health. So this week's, or I guess this podcast's plug is going to be um, the men's and women's groups uh, here at College Catholics. We have Victory and... Her life is glory. Yes. They meet every Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. It's a great time. Um, usually they go over like a Bible verse um, or a Bible story and just, you know, dive deep into what we think about it and, you know, just spend some quality time with your friends. You know, it's a, it's a great time and, you know, if you're looking for a community, um, it's a great one, and we'd, we'd love to have you guys there. All right, welcome back, everyone. Um, we're going to be going to the second half now, which is going to be about mental health. And uh, we can just dive right into it, and I guess I can ask, what have you been doing recently, Abby, to um, mm. keep a good mental health? So... Recently, again, I'm kind of going back to our previous conversation, I think there's a huge element of community involved. So make mm-hmm. sure you have a super strong support group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for me, it's knowing, which is like a very difficult thing to know, mm-hmm. like that line between work and just like truly leisure time. Mm-hmm. Um, most of like being online and doing all your work online, but also having a lot of your recreational stuff online and like your social life online. Mm-hmm. It's super difficult to define where to stop and where to start with mm-hmm. that. Um, I, but really, I think making intentional time to like, okay, I'm going to set my phone, computer, whatever away for today. Let me take like a walk or read mm-hmm. or do something else that is not screen mediated and definitely just not necessarily even making me a more productive person, mm-hmm. but truly something that I desire to do just yeah. for the sake of desiring to do it. Yeah, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, for me, it's it's kind of been similar. Like, I like to get away from, um, from like, screens and stuff like that. Um, things I usually do is, like, listen to music, you know, yeah. or go exercise, you know. Like, I'll go for a run and just listen to music. That always, I always feel better yeah. after doing that, you know, or I'll play guitar for a minute. You know, something like that. Yes, honestly, you feel like those endorphins from running. Like, honestly, I'm not a runner. I hate it. But like, what are they told? Like, the runner's high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is real. Yeah. Like, honestly, running has always just been an excuse for me to just 
listen to music and yeah. feel good about myself afterwards. <laughs> I know you feel unstoppable. Like, oh my gosh. If a good song comes on, oh my, oh gosh, my gosh, you become like Lightning McQueen, dude, <laughs> on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's really good to have those things that like help you, you know, to, to, what is it called? Like disconnect you from, mm-hmm. you know, the stresses of life. Yeah, and I think especially I think the topic of mental health is one that like we are again barely scratching the surface Mm -hmm. and there's definitely more qualified people to speak on this Mm -hmm. but it's so important to have a conversation about mental health especially in catholic circles because i've like coming from experience like i think not that people look down upon it but i mean mental health has a stigma for a reason it's not talked about or it's Mm -hmm. assumed to be like some sort of abnormality yeah. or whatnot, and it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when you look to all different, I mean, what well, it's such a common thing too. I'm in this like psych of religion and spirituality class, which is like absolutely amazing. We talk about how to you know, incorporate like spiritual ideals into therapy and whatnot because. Mm-hmm. That's just something that's very needed, not to replace religion and not to have religion replace much needed like mental health resources, but like that combination mm-hmm. um, is so important. And it, yeah, it's just making people feel like their faith can be a source of support and not a source of like judgment or condemnation of whatever they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's really important to talk about. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Um, like I feel like a lot of people like uh, kind of forget about it too. You mm-hmm. know? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also cool to think, um, like this coming back to this class, we talk a lot about again. If any Santa Clara people like, I highly re- recommend taking it. It is so good. <sighs> it's so good. Probably just like the psych major would be like nerding out about. It. <laughs> um, but it's really cool to think about. Like, there's been so many saints who have struggled with like mental health or mental illness related things. Like, um, I know everyone talks about Saint Therese, but like she struggled with anxiety or like mm-hmm. Saint Oscar Romero. Like he was a big guy. And I'm not. I promise. Like I look. I looked up these people before. I do not just like have them <laughs> on the top of my head. Um, like he struggled with OCD, and it just like I think mental illness looks a lot different in faith circles because like. For them, it looked like, oh, I'm really worried about if I sinned or how much should I pray today. And, like, mm-hmm. there is a worry of that. Like, you have to make sure you can have your faith. Again, be sort of support and, like, having God have you view, like, be viewed as a child of God in no matter what situation rather than have that as a thing that exacerbates whatever illness you're going through, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um I don't know where to go from here. What about why do you think it's important that we talk about mental health in college? Oh yeah, uh, honestly, college is like one of the most important places to be talking about yeah. this. Um, for the biggest fact that like you, most people are now experiencing like living on their own away from family mm-hmm. and you know family is like so important because like they're always there for you they love you no matter what and you know they're always like a nice they're always people that you know you can fall back on 
especially like after school, you can go home and be with your family. But in college now, you're all by yourself and you're just living around like essentially strangers at first, yeah. you know? Um, and it's so important to talk about mental health because um, you know, there are a lot of people that can like experience loneliness and, you know, they can go through a lot of struggles like behind closed doors and no one would know about it. Yeah. This is like, it's hard to like find people at first to like open up about that kind of stuff. And, you know, sometimes it's, they could just be struggling with it and there's nothing you can do about it at first. Um, but it's important to like, you know, take care of that and like let it be known that people do struggle with this. And then, you know, there's like support and stuff that it's always there for them. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think you're so right about like college being a really, a really good opportunity to make those, I mean, necessarily like, Yes, you need to publicize, but also publicize whatever you're going through at your mm-hmm. own. Whatever works for you. Like, yeah. it's your story. The whole world does not have to know about it, yeah. nor do they deserve to know that information. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you have a trusted community that will truly support you in that, like, it really eradicates, like, that loneliness that often accompanies college. Um, it really... Yeah, it really teaches you that, like, whatever you're going through is not something to, like, make you othered or, like, marginalized. But, like, it's it's so normal and mm-hmm. it's so something that should be accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you find people that do support you, often that happens in college. Mm-hmm. And, and not just, like, support you, but, like, genuinely meet you where you're at and walk with you through that. Um, I think that is, like, that's a really a make or break thing that will last for the rest of your life and how you deal with I mean not just mental illness but like just general well-being for mm-hmm. like the rest of your life yeah yeah for sure yeah it's like it opens a whole new world to you, you yeah know, for me I left home came here not knowing many people I knew Eugene and like a couple others yeah. but like it was like you got like it's good to find your community you know it like helps me a lot because I personally struggle a lot with like anxiety yeah um and so like finding a like going back to what we said earlier, a community that will be there for me and wants me to like be the best version of myself I can be, um, really helped with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's yeah, it's important to keep this like topic relevant and keep people aware. Like even if they don't struggle with something themselves, you know, like keeping aware that like there are people that do struggle with that, and it's important to be mindful of that. You yeah. know, and like it's not. I mean, in my own again, like kind of dealing with anxiety it's like keeping that in the dark as well like there's always that quote that is like devil wants things in the dark and it comes to like when you find someone that you can truly share that with it really sheds light and it's not as not that say it's like it's definitely a positive step in the right direction Mm -hmm. and I think that kind of needs to be applied more to the church and I think we're seeing it being applied more to like mm-hmm. people's Catholic faith like it's not really a question of if there's someone that's battling with this but like that there is mm-hmm. what are you going to do about it are you going to greet them with love and like the way that Jesus would accept everyone or are you going to like I don't know attribute it to like not strong enough faith or like try to pray it away because like mm-hmm. both like obviously there's no denying that like prayer and all that intercession is powerful like it definitely is mm-hmm. but there's also a need for people to like yeah. get professional medical mm-hmm. help and different kinds of support mm-hmm. you know? yeah yeah 
No, that, that is super important. Um, and I would agree with you that like it is definitely being seen more today in the church. Uh, I've definitely seen it a lot more. Like at my parish back home, I remember before I left, like our youth minister would always make it like a super big priority to like make sure yeah. everyone's doing all right. And it it meant a lot to me, you know. Yeah. Like she would reach out to me sometimes. How are you doing? And like what's going yeah. on? I'm like, oh, thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's like that's like the future of the church. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, not just like the church as, and I say like the physical building, but like us as the members of it mm-hmm. or just like not even doesn't have to be the catholic church like that's pretty like just believers in mm-hmm. general um like checking in with your friends right now and just in general like that's so important like mm-hmm. extending that same invitation that your youth minister did like how are you doing like everything good and like you don't have to get into like explicit details again mm-hmm. like if they don't feel comfortable telling you they don't have to but like just having that accountability and support. Yeah. I mean, it's so beautiful. Like how these, when you told me like these were the topics we're talking about, I'm like they're so interconnected. They are. They are. Like, yeah. I don't feel like you can talk about one without talking about the other. Yeah, seriously. Like I keep on coming back to community talking about mental yeah. health. Yeah. <laughs> so how do I help with my mental health? It's like, oh, my community, you know, like <laughs> that's what really helps me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Community and then yeah it goes back to like routine like find what works for Mm -hmm. you again like you mentioned running or spending like time outside there's really nothing to um there's really nothing like it i remember my friend back in i think my sophomore year he was like having some mental health battles and i mean in addition to like going to therapy and making sure that he was just and keeping himself accountable for that. Mm-hmm. Also, like, his big thing was, like, hiking. He'd go hiking every weekend, and it was, like, it was really resetting for yeah. him. Just, like, spending time outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just spending time, like, in prayer, too. Again, like, there's no hurt that you have that God hasn't already experienced. And there is such... And you can be vulnerable with God, where sometimes it's super difficult to be vulnerable about bigger issues surrounding mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you on that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and like going back to what you're saying about like, um, like keeping people accountable and checking in on them. Like honestly, like just simply texting someone out of the blue saying like hey how are you doing what's going on in your life like means so like it can mean so, so much to much. someone like even if you, like like you said you don't have to go into any details but mm-hmm. like honestly i would strongly encourage anyone to just like if they're thinking of someone if someone comes to mind with that like just hit them up you, you know? know there's someone that comes to it, mind seriously yeah. like just just hit them up send them a text there's really no harm i mean you mm-hmm. know like it can only make their day better right <laughs> you know just check in on them and it's it's yeah it's a good feeling to like receive a text or like even check in on someone else yeah you know? yeah and then like on the receiving end of that like if if, you, if someone took our advice here and then sent you a text like <laughs> i encourage you to like to respond honestly because yeah. i think that's another thing with college yeah. culture that's important like even when you pass someone tbt to like when you would actually pass someone in person but like oh my gosh how are you and then it's like oh good i'm doing really good and it's like well that kind of i mean not you might be doing really well Mm -hmm. but like even so like that response so quickly kind of Mm -hmm. eradicates any kind of first reaction yeah like authenticity like 
maybe you're not actually doing that yeah. well. But I don't know. To respond to the appropriate degree of honesty that yeah. you think for the person that texts you. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree with that. That is really important, to be honest. Because like it's easy to play everything off, you know. Mm -hmm. I used to be I used to be a person like that. It's like no matter what's going on in my life, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing amazing. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, it, it didn't get me anywhere, <laughs> in all honesty. You know, it took a while and like to, like, open up to some people. And it, it did help. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I was the same way where it's, like, because there's a balance, right? You don't want to be pessimistic or, like, unload everything. Mm -hmm. You also don't want to be, like, like, you don't want to be super toxically positive either. Yeah. It's, like, if something's not fine, you can tell someone that mm -hmm. it's not fine. Yeah. And work on it. Otherwise, yeah. you just kind of repress everything mm -hmm. that's not good for any situation it definitely is not don't just shove it away yes yeah. <laughs> it only builds up <laughs> like in your ideal world like or at least like ideal in that it can be attainable mm -hmm. what would you want community in college to look like or what would you how would you want people to like respond to the issue mental health you know mm -hmm. like just like that looking forward and then really encouraging people to like like tiny actions to do that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um uh, well with, with with the way the world's going on right now you know yeah. like i feel like um a good way is like continuing to reach out to people yeah. checking on people um, but also keeping like yourself, like taking care of yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and like, it is kind of weird not seeing people in person. It's like very strange to reach out to someone through text as opposed to like being in person being like, Hey, by yeah. the way, like this is going on. Um, but it, it definitely is important to keep that contact with like your close friends, your family, and, you know, um, talk to people about what's going on. Um, but yeah. What would you say to that? Yeah. Mm, I think a lot of it is falls back on like reminding yourself and those around you of like their worth. I think mm -hmm. like I mean self love is like a whole other topic that's kind of tangentially related to mental health, um, and it's not just like self love. I bought myself uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day chocolates <laughs> or like I posted this selfie that I look good. I mean that's like all definitely self love, but also just knowing like shoot where does my identity come from and it like really stems from God and all of that the implications there that like no matter who you are no matter what you do like you're really beloved mm -hmm. um and having a community that will really emphasize that and make you remind like really remind you of that um a community that won't let you get to those kind of darker places mm -hmm. but will like really atten intentionally uplift you um yeah, and we go back to that like endless circle of mental health and community and yeah, mental health and yeah. community. And, like, that's, I mean, that's a nice place <laughs> yeah. to be. Like, if your community is mm -hmm. helpful of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And then there are definitely other ways that like people can deal with like their mental health. Yeah. You know, like for me personally, like community is a huge one. But there's also like times when I just want to be by myself. You know, yeah. Want to do something else? Maybe I'll just like watch a TV show or listen to music or. I don't know. Do whatever, you know. I so agree. Yeah, just like call someone that makes you laugh, you know, mm -hmm. without thinking about like too much of it or like I definitely need time alone mm -hmm. and like setting time alone for yourself that is like 
if someone asks you if you're busy and you're like, you technically aren't, but you know, you need that time alone. Like mm-hmm. be real about that. Like, you know, I'm not really doing anything, but I kind of need to be like alone and <laughs> hanging out I, with myself. Tonight. Hang out with myself. <laughs> yes. Uh, befriend yourself. Aiden. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all very, very important. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, so would you like to end in prayer? I would love to. Okay. All right. In the name of the mm-hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Good and gracious Father, we thank you for this day, for the sun outside, for the ability to just connect, connect with you no matter where we're at. Um, we pray for all who are struggling to find community, whether that be the college freshman or the senior citizen. We pray that you fill our lives and fill our hearts and prompt us to reach out to those we haven't heard from in a while, but we know needs that extra love. Um, we also pray for those who are battling with mental health issues, that they feel accepted by their faith traditions, accepted by their friends, family members, and themselves. Um, help them to remember that you are nearer to them, nearer to them than they will ever know. Um, help us to spread your love and be your hands and feet in the world today and always. Um, with the intercession of St. Therese, St. Oscar Romero, we thank you and amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. 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 Thank you so much for being here today, Abby. Thank you, we appreciate Aiden. you coming. And, uh, you know, everyone make sure to, you know, follow the College Catholics, po- uh, not podcast page, but the Instagram page um, <laughs> and like DM us any potential topics or questions you may have for future podcasts. We love to hear from you guys. Um, we hope you guys are all doing well. Yes. Support Aiden. This was our, <laughs> for his podcast voice. That's what started this all. I yes, love it. It was Abby's idea. You know? He has the best comment, his podcast voice. Give him <laughs> love on that. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Um, but yeah, everyone have a great rest of your day and we'll catch you guys next time. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs>